too many bears, a lot of sports, podcasting from Chicago, you're listening to Pass the Mic with Nucci, Quasi, and Digits. Hello and welcome to episode 64 of Pass the Mic, it's March 19th, 2019. Alright, it's tournament time, everybody's favorite time, it's uh, finally starting to warm up. We got the NCAA tournament kicking off this week, so put in your brackets, uh, start filling up those pools, and get your picks in. And to help you with that, we actually have a special guest coming on the show today, friend of the show. His name is Trevor Huffman. Uh, just to introduce him uh, very quickly, one thing for you to know, he is much better at basketball than you are. <laughs> this guy... It was a four-year player for Kent State Golden Flashes. He led them to an Elite Eight appearance in 2002 before they finally uh, lost to Indiana. He was actually teammates with a future NFL Hall of Famer and gamer of uh, Antonio Gates was on his team as well. Um, he played in Europe and South America for over a decade after professionally. Uh, and then now he has uh, moved to Chicago to start up uh, his company Swish House which is the only adult basketball fitness class uh, serving the Chicagoland area. It's a very cool idea, which he'll talk about more. You can sign up for classes, and instead of just going to the gym, it's uh, basically uh, working out and doing different basketball drills and more entertaining stuff than the gym. So without further ado, all right, welcome to the show, Trevor. How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Uh, Green Street Meats didn't bad today, huh? Green Street Meats. Green Street Meats. It's good stuff. <laughs> What'd you eat? I went, I went, I got recommended to go to Green Street Meats. And uh, in Chicago, it's supposed to be the best, best stuff barbecue in the city. And uh, I just, I just, I just puked. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we have a live, uh, first, well, first time puking on our show. First time, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? It, it's That's definitely not a good sign. I've been to Green Street before. I thought it was pretty good, but... Uh, if you want to, I, I think I overate, man. I think I ate so much that I, my body has never ingested as much protein in one sitting. I think my body is like, <laughs> you got the meat sweats. That, that can, <laughs> that can, that can, it's happened to me before too, but I knew it was coming, so it wasn't as much of a surprise. Oh, man. Did somebody just say, Do I have the meat sweats? Uh, yeah, the I meat, said that. The, the meat, meat sweats. sweats. Is that only a Chicago thing? I thought everybody got those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so jumping into the the tournament here. Um, obviously, you you've been in the tournament yourself before. Um, you know what it's all about. I mean, you have any thoughts on uh, you know your final four or any sleeper picks? Anybody to watch out for? I think it was an interesting year for me. Um, so I don't. You know, I obviously I'm a math guy. I you know I, I always root for. I always kind of take the underdogs. Um, and so like a Buffalo or a Murray State you know I just naturally like gravitate towards those teams and St. Louis is you know like teams that have like put on like good run uh, 10-0 or 1 over their last you know 12, 12 games like I always look for those teams that are kind of turning it on at the end um, so I'm, I naturally gravitate towards the underdog but I think this year interesting because the ACC has such a you know it's been so dominant all year I really don't yeah. like to go for the big dogs but I'm just like I don't I, I, it's really hard there's not a lot of parity across the board well um, I, I happen to think that this and I'm no expert by any means but I mean you're right so there's you know certain teams like obviously like Duke that has been dominating but but I, I don't know I, I, I don't see too many teams that are so impressive I think there can be a lot of um Underdogs that could make it. Um, any anybody that you think is particularly weak um, that's ranked high. Like I, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't like Tennessee. I think they're going to lose. I'm going picking them to lose to Colgate in the first round. <laughs> oh, in the first round. <laughs> I don't know about that. They look I, good in the SEC tournament. I talked to my buddy that was like Tennessee's going to win it all, and I was like, wow, that's, that's impressive. That's that's not had a, uh, that strong of a year, I thought, but. Uh, what do I know? I, to be honest, like I love, I've always liked Virginia, you know, because Virginia, I always feel like they kind of have been knocking on the door, kind of, um, and they, 
able to string enough offense together because they're the most boring big, big uh, power to watch just as they play. So, yeah, so similar to Wisconsin, you know, like that style of play. But yeah, absolutely, it is very, you know, it's very successful style. But um, can they string enough offense together in the tournament to actually put enough points on the board? And, I don't know how you guys feel about Virginia. I think Virginia is one of those teams that I always like want to win in my head, just because I like Bennett and I like that system. But I just wonder, can they put it together offensively? I just, I always, I always pick Virginia to go far, and they always burn me. Well, and then losing to the 16th team yeah. last year. Yeah, they lost. I know uh, our first, night. That's no, right. Go ahead. First, first team ever yeah. last year to lose one to yeah. 16. Uh, I know our guy HVAC is not going to like it, but I actually like uh, Kansas State beating Virginia in, like, the later rounds. I think the Sweet 16 round right there. Hey, Bruce Weber, like, he has his team playing really well. Uh, I don't know if they won the Big 12 tournament or not, but uh, I feel like they've, they've been really good. They won the Big 12 championship, obviously, or Big 12 conference. Uh, I think they won the championship as well. So uh, I can see them knocking out Virginia with that offense. I want Virginia to do well. I don't like seeing all the, you know, it's always Duke, Gonzaga, and yeah. Carolina. Like, shit. I mean, see I mean, Virginia's been good for the last couple of years, and you hope they can put it together. But yeah, so. for someone different would be nice. I mean, do you think you think Trevor that uh, Murray State with John Morant? Do, I mean, do they got in it to make a run? I like Murray State. You know, I, that's one of my sleepers. Um, and, and to go back to Bill Nova, I just feel like you know, Bill Nova had a tough time for years. You know, with um, what's the coach's name again? That's what he's the George Clooney of college basketball, wasn't it? Uh, oh, Jay Wright, uh, yeah. Yeah, Jay Wright. Like, I love, like, I've always liked Villanova, but for the longest time, Villanova was just killing me every time I picked him to do well. You know, and I feel like Virginia's kind of coming to that point now where it's like, okay, you're either like a bad coach or you're the Jay Wright. You just kind of like, get your time, and you're going to be this is, you know, finally next year, you're going to start having some breakthroughs. But, um, I love like Murray State's, you know, the, even like a St. Louis or teams that have just kind of quietly, you know, put together, you know, the last 11 games that's on a run. You know, they're just playing really well and, and they put it together. The they're, Kansas State one's interesting crop. Yeah. So, so you mentioned Buffalo. I, I actually think that's the weakest uh, um, bracket of the West, the West region to me. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Gonzaga. I like Michigan, but to me, they're up and down. Like every year, I, when I pick Michigan to go far, they end up losing, and when I don't pick them yeah. to go far, they end up like winning. So I, I like Buffalo to make a run in the West region there. But the West, you got Murray State and Buffalo, right? Buffalo, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I have Murray State beating Marquette, but I like Florida State to go deep. Honestly, like Florida State is super athletic. I like Florida State too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think like they gave Duke a run too in the ACC championship game. Um, I I mean I don't know I, I got them beating Gonzaga last year I think and going to the Final Four. Do, I, I do like you think that. Gonzaga is the weakest one. Season? Yeah, I, I agree. Yep, yep. Can you guys explain to me the, the you know the um, the Michigan State um, coming out? They would play in the lead eight. They would play Duke, right? Yeah, that yeah. that makes no oh, sense. Boy. Yeah. Like, that, what, what happened there with the with the seating that that happened? I don't know. I think even like uh, Tom Izzo complained about it. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. A, it's a shame that they won the Big Ten outright. They won the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, I think I think the committee seasons. doesn't try to like look at the championship game or like the, the tournament or whatever. But I mean, like, Michigan State won the Big Ten outright as that well. That is true. So, like, yeah, and they beat Michigan twice during the regular season. So, and Duke yeah. is the number one seed out of the whole tournament. So having Michigan State as the number two seed in that bracket, I that's a brutal yeah. draw. For yeah, them, that for definitely sure. sucks for Michigan State. Um, yeah, like I thought Michigan should have been there. Yeah, so, like I, I don't, I don't think Michigan for me. I don't think Michigan has the scoring this year to go as far as without Wagner, you know, without a big man that can really shoot. I just think they're going to have they're so good defensively, but I think at a certain point you have to be able to score in the NCAA tournament. You know, you have to be able to hit shots. And I don't know if that's in it this year for me. So I think there's going to be a lot of Michigan fans that are going to be upset. And I'm a Michigan fan. My buddy is the assistant coach for them gives me the inside scoop and I'm actually going against him. I'm just like, you know, I can't tell him this and hopefully he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> well, speaking of Michigan, why don't you like uh, tell us your story about Beeline when you went to visit him and what he said. So, yes, like, so any Michigan fans out there, um, first of all, Beeline is, the, he is, to me, like the cleanest coach in college basketball and I've had a lot of former teammates, you know, from Louisville. 
aspect of, of, of college sports. I'm not going to call anybody out, but the, 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 you know, each coach, they, they look at the boosters and they see them and they know it's happening. Like, d literally walks away. Like, he doesn't want to associate with them. Like, I went in there and I was like, oh, man, I need some kind of thirsty. Can I get a granola bar? My buddy was like, no. <laughs> you know, no, you cannot. And you cannot have anything. <laughs> you know, you're on your own. You know, like, typically you go into, like, hang out with your university, you know, your former teammates from Kent overseas, and then out coaching in D1. And they hook you up with, like, water or something. Like, you're allowed to get a bottle of water. Right. That was, it was literally, like, a lockdown scenario at the University of Michigan. Wow. And, which I thought was pretty respect. Like, that's crazy to me that that happened. And then I got to sit in on all the um, meetings with Beeline for a whole day, like, from, from morning till night. And I was just amazed that the way he approaches coaching and the way he approaches um, building teams and, and the character, you know, they start with values and then they just build them from the ground up. I think they have, you know, they don't go after five-star guys that are getting paid right. $100,000 to play in college. They're going after guys that are kind of, you know, second-hand recruits, if, if you can say that, you know, at that level. But and I, and I think it's pretty amazing that, you know, he's just, He's just one of those guys that I think has the, the highest amount of class and character from, from, from up close. Like, he came over to talk to me, and he didn't even know who I was. He walked, you know, he's walking up the stairs, he just stopped and said, hey, you doing? You know, you, you're here, to, you, you're here to, to watch, you live here with Dre? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, come on into the meeting. Dre told me you were coming. And, and so, like, we got, got to talk to him a lot. And it was just a, a pretty, pretty cool experience. That's awesome. Yeah, and he also told you, like, he, he wouldn't let you out of Michigan, right, if he was coaching there? Yeah, he, he, yeah and then he, we scrimmaged him once in Europe, and he told me if, I had, if he had been the coach at Michigan, I would have never made it out of the state. And that makes, you know, like, you don't have to say that to me. Like, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm done. That's awesome. I'm falling off, you know. Um, but that always, you know, that, he, he remem- you know, he remembered me from, my days at Kent State, and I think, well, he, you know, where did he start? He started at, he went from, um, started high school, moved up to, did he go to Richmond, or Canisius? Uh, I think he was at Canisius for a little while. Yep, and then he went to uh, West Virginia for a little bit, I think, and then. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, to me, he's done, he's like, coaching his life, and my, my teammate, DeAndre Haynes, who's an assistant coach there, told me, he's like, when I go into the off, like, I played basketball my whole life, and I feel like I'm getting my PhD in basketball, and I've coached at, you know, DeAndre's coached at three or four other universities, and no, no other coach treats him like that. You know, teaches him as much as he's, you know, teach, teaches him as, that much about the game. So I think that's, a, that's like, to me, a sign of, a huge sign of respect. If you're hearing that from a teammate, like a guy that doesn't have to bullshit you, then I think that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, he sounds like a good guy. I just find it funny. You're like, can I get a granola bar? He's like, no. <laughs> you know? If, uh, you, if Rick, Rick, Rick Pitino will be like, what do you need, a hooker? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, there's no there's no $1 bill getting handed out. By, uh, you know, who is the Christian guy at um, Indiana? What, wait, where is that guy? What, 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 can you guys give me that story? Like, um, the young-looking coach that was at you talking about that? You're talking about the LSU guy? Is that him? I, yeah, Will Wade. Yeah, Will Wade, I think. Will Wade? Uh-huh. He used to coach at uh, VCU, and now he's at LSU, and I think, like, he's trying to hook up one of his players, like, currently on his team, like, with some money. And uh, I, I forgot what the exact quote was, but, like, yeah, he's currently not coaching LSU right now. Yeah, they dismissed him, a, like, a couple weeks ago. I yeah. Think, right? Yep. Yeah. And I think LSU, like speaking of LSU, they're playing Yale. And I was watching Yale like over the weekend. Um, they got like an NBA prospect on that team. I think look for them to be like upsetting like LSU out of there. Well, don't you feel like LSU now that the coach is suspended, obviously for valid reasons. So wait, what did, what did he do? He tried to play a, a pay a recruit basically and he got caught on tape. It, it's on wiretap. It's on wiretap. Oh, trying to actually pay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel, yeah, yeah. you're I, right. I feel like they'd be an early exit. I don't. I've heard like multiple that. people also say, um, just like Sports Talk Radio, that uh, Yale is a dark horse to watch out for. Yeah. I, I think the guy, like, Mie Oni or whatever his name is, he's like, he, he looks pretty legit right there. 
liked as a kind of a Cinderella team. I also liked Murray State. I mean, how could you not lo- you know, like Ja Morant? Um, I always uh, pick this one team because my buddy went there and they did no, they were 15 seed and they upset number two Syracuse, the Vermont Catamounts. <laughs> uh, the Catamounts. <laughs> against Florida State. I like if Belmont um, can get past Temple in the playing game. I yeah. like Belmont. I, I heard New Mexico State is on their team. Yes. Like, do you know why knows? I like New Mexico State? Why is that? They had a seven foot, yeah, from four, Indian, eight, Indian, Indian, Indian guy. Yeah, yeah from yeah. India, like yeah. a couple years ago. Yep, symbol R. Yeah, yeah. But if I if I had to pick uh, teams to go far, um, I do like Florida State. I yeah, think I, Florida State coming out of a weak Western bracket. I think, and I also like. Uh, they they have a very tough bracket, but if they can get out of it, uh, Houston, in the in the Midwest. Yeah, I don't know. Kentucky's been playing so well too. I, and I North Kentucky. Carolina, North Carolina's also North Carolina. in that bracket yeah. too. Um, I don't know. Uh, do you have like, your? Who's winning Wilford? Wilford's Seton Hall. Like, why is Wilford a seven? Uh, Somebody tell me why they're so good. Like, I mean, that's a great <laughs> question. But, was, we had won twenty two games in a row my senior year, and we got a. Yeah, fucking ten seed and Wolford is that a seven seed? <laughs> 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 fucking weak ass Wolford. They're going oh down. God. I mean, it's crazy. What like who do they have? I, uh, no I have no idea. I have no, no clue, idea. honestly. Oh, I, know, I picked Seton Hall to beat him in the first round. I actually think Seton Hall is kinda of weak. They lost to DePaul a couple of times this year, so that tells you how much you they know. Lost about to DePaul? Never mind. Two, they're, two they're, times, not one. They lost to DePaul yeah, twice, they're out they of the lost tournament. Twice? Twice to DePaul. DePaul. So and like seven seed Yeah. No, they're ten. Well, th- well, there you go. That's a guaranteed you're getting no, knocked out of the tournament. Seven. Seton Hall's ten. Seton Hall, yeah. Seton Hall lost to twice. Oh, to DePaul. Seton Hall lost to DePaul. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got Wolford played. Uh, looks like they had a pretty decent non uh, conference schedule. I'm not sure. I'm just looking at the, the wrong thing here. Did, did they play Oklahoma, UNC, Kansas? Yeah. Um, they had a pretty. They beat South Carolina by twenty. That's a, is that? I think that's a weak South Carolina team, probably. I don't know. I mean, I know the coach is good, but. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean, if they beat some of these non conference teams. That is true, yeah. I guess that. They lost by 11 to UNC. I mean, they must be decent. Yeah, and I think they're definitely better than Seton Hall as well, so, so like, I have them winning. Yeah. I, I, so you mentioned St. Louis a couple times. Um, so the St. Louis eventually, if they won a couple games they would have inevitably end up uh playing duke uh but you think uh st louis could win the maybe make it to the sweet 16. yeah that's a a good question like to me i always look at those 12 or 13 seeds and then i i just naturally like gravitate towards them because that's why i always love i'm like okay who, who has who has strung together like that have 
think it's natural, you know, for me, it definitely happened to me. I, I shit down my leg the entire, my entire first game. <laughs> I don't think I scored. Uh, Pepe Sanchez ripped me in front of the world like yep. three times, and Pepe Sanchez averages six points a game. So <laughs> it was tough, you know, and I think that that's one thing to look at, um, you know, psychologically. I, I don't know St. Louis well enough. I just love picking the... You know, the underdogs and, and, and they've been on a hot run too they won like the Atlantic 10 tournament so like they've, they've been on a good streak right now especially at the end of the season yeah. so that's not a bad bad pick right there so if you gotta pick a, a champion right now who, who are you picking man I I guess I I'm, Yeah, that's that's who I got in the finals as well. North Carolina, out of yeah. I think North Carolina looks real good. Yeah, I just think for me, I the, the, I, I don't I don't know if if Duke somehow messes up because maybe they're, you know like they're young and they're I, I just don't think they just, you know they just play so well. You know, anything to lose, kind of like the Fab Five of Michigan back in the day, like they're so talented they can, Right. They kind of play loose and free, and it works to their advantage. So that's why I think they're, they're going to do well. I, you know, UNC obviously is just so well coached, and they've just gotten better all year. So, uh, Dukies, baby. <laughs> hey, hey, Trevor, if you had the if the Bulls got the number one pick, who should they pick, Zion or RJ Barrett? Or John Morant? I like RJ Barrett, and everything makes sense for saying that. I think I think he's gonna control it once he makes the NBA though. So, so you no, you sound like you're 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 thinking he's gonna be somewhat of a bust. going to be able to bully everybody. That's the difference. He's not going to be able to bully ball guys, and he's not a good enough shooter. He's kind of like, he's going to be a, a, he's going to, and this is is who I'm going to resemble, he's going to be a mix between Blake Griffin and Julius Randle to me. And Blake Griffin, to me, he's a better shooter. Right. Barrett would be a better pick for the Bulls then. I think he has a higher ceiling because he's he's kind of he's more versatile. He, he's very efficient shooter. You know, as he matures physically, I think you know on the, on the short end, I think Zion's going to you know be super exciting and fun to watch. And if you're if you're like an up and down team, I would probably just Zion because you know it's going to be it's going to be super. <laughs> it's going to like you're going to. So, but we so maybe we might luck out by not getting the first pick, and actually drafting R.J. Barrett instead might be better for us in the long run. Yeah. And uh, by you, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, that, I would agree with that. I mean, people think I'm crazy when I say that, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I think the hype sometimes can cover up, you know, some of the Damn. defects in Zion's <laughs> game. Like he can't just push around NBA guys, like. Right, these are yeah, professionals. You could go in and beat an NBA team. No, they couldn't. Absolutely not. Like, there's absolutely no way that Duke could even get 
Utah Jazz, they'd get blown out. Derek so, Favors is going to beast Zion Williams. <laughs> you said like, Derek Favors? <laughs> <laughs> Derek so Favors is going to beast Zion Williamson. They didn't put that on, on the clubs, but Zion Williams probably will try to take them off the dribble. But, um, yeah, I think it'll be an interesting interesting draft because you got such a well-loved player in Zion. I mean, the business side of having him on your team you're going to still the stand, but you almost have to take him because of the, the, the business side of it. Like the, the hype, yeah. I saw, saw stats on him. Like, if he's at the game, like, the the attendance has gone up 20 to 30% per college game to every game that he plays in. So yeah. I think that's pretty, pretty impressive. Well, now I kind of hope we don't get them because the one thing the Bulls do not need is more fans. We have a lot of fans that still go to the games with more fans with uh, – not the lasting talent so i'd rather have the yeah. higher ceiling over the course of a career and you made our guy quasi like super happy he has like the Quasi's biggest smile on his face he's from canada right. so he loves this uh, rj barrett right there he and i have been arguing Wait, is, is rj barrett canadian yeah he is. oh i don't i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah bennett yep from uh, he went to cleveland Oh, man. Who was it? Anthony Bennett. He played at UNLV. Anthony Bennett. No, was Wiggins one? That was the year before. Andrew Wiggins? He's another soft player. (laughs) Andrew, yeah. Was Bennett number one or number two? I think Bennett Bennett was was number one. Yeah. For sure, yeah. That was a weak NBA draft year, though. Yeah, it was. Um... Anything else? Uh, I think we got it. So yeah. basically, uh, you like Duke to win. You like teams like St. Louis to go deep. St. Louis and Murray State. Yeah, I like Murray State. I think I'm going to go with Wolfsburg after our talk. I'm just a little research on that. I mean, that's the hard thing. You don't get to see these little teams play. So yep. Yeah. Oh. Backcourt. So you t- you've I turned it. Backcourt. I don't know how many teams they've, how many games they've won. They have senior leadership in the backcourt. You know, to me, that's like recipe for disaster because I remember when I was a senior I'm guarding Mo Williams from uh, Alabama and I'm like this little chump this is <laughs> what you're getting into like I've been I've been grinding out four years of NCAA tournament and you think you just come in here and, and take my cookies like that <laughs> so yeah I, I would like I, I think the senior you know you gotta you gotta give the seniors the nod if you have like a senior veteran team that has been in the NCAA once or twice. Absolutely agree, yeah. You know? uh, so I would always take experience. All right, we got a turnaround on Wolford. <laughs> Came in shitting on him. Now we got him going to the final four. <laughs> They're going all the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, thanks for like uh, being a trooper and jumping on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, you guys. I feel a lot better already, actually. Got my blood. Got me, move, got me moving around a little bit. Did you, you actually, go. did you actually go to Switch House today? Like the two-step pickup run, he knows uh, Trevor's. Is, is it your cousin? 
Oh no, you know you. It's my it's my my buddy's cousin. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, you know, so I'm like, yeah, dude. If you want, uh, well, you should bring Trevor over and like have him like dominate. You know, like I think he'll 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 be the best player. So Trevor showed up. He finally showed up after like me asking him like 20 or 30 times. <laughs> Forgetting like Trevor, Trevor is dominated, man. Like he, I think we play like you play five games. He hit a game winner in each game. Oh man, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Just showing everybody up. Yeah, game winners exactly. Game winners at Swish House. Ah uh, shit. Yep, that's right. <laughs> That's awesome. That's what we do. So, yeah, so no, seriously, guys, anytime you want to come in and take a free class, if you're listening, I don't know, what, how, how, many, how many listeners do you guys have now? Like 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> At least 10,000. At least. That's fantastic. I think some of our listeners might want to come in too. So yeah, maybe I mean, after this episode, you, you definitely, we definitely do have a, a decent, you know, decent sized audience here. So, you know, everybody check out Swish House. Yeah. Check out swishhouse.com. S-W-I-S-H-H-O-U-S-E.com. I can't spell it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. But no, it's a good class. It's a fun way to burn a thousand calories and keep, keep, your, uh, keep your weight down for all the weekend binge drinking. That, yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome that's awesome, man. I mean, that's the main thing. I, I just look for, I'm, I'm tired of the gym. The gym's boring. Yeah. I can't even uh, make it I to mean, the that's gym. Why we, that's why we made it. <laughs> it's just fun. I mean, it's just really fun. I get to work out by myself not in like a really drab, gray, like monotone gym, and then you know go home by myself. Like it just got to the point where I had to, I had to do something. Uh, I agree. I mean, yoga pants is what keeps me paying sixty dollars a month. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, that's it. Definitely. All right. I'll see you soon. I'll have. All right, All awesome, right. man. Thanks for All coming right. on. Thanks for having me on the show. Yep. Thanks for coming Thanks, on. Trevor. See you, Trevor. See ya. All right. See you guys. Thank you, Trevor, for coming on the show. That's awesome always to talk to him, a guy who's been in the tournament and actually has hands-on experience, giving a little insight into the tourney. So we appreciate that. Uh, Before we get into our uh, next segment, uh, the final segment, we'll uh, do some hot topics, HVAC's hot topics, and then a final uh, follow-up up with the uh, Onions and Raisins Awards, of course. But why don't we just quickly uh, just go around and give, you know, your final four picks for the tournament. Digits. All right. Uh, I got Duke. Uh, shit. I already uh, Duke, Florida State, Kentucky, and Virginia in my final four. With Duke and Virginia, oh, sorry, Duke and Kentucky going to the final game, and Duke winning it all. Nice. Dukies. Dukies. Yep. I'm jumping oh. on the bandwagon. All right. So I also have Duke. I got. Actually, I also have Florida State going. I do have North Carolina going to the Final Four, and then why not Villanova again? Hmm, okay. You know, uh, I just you know Virginia always kind of fails, and Tennessee's going to fail for sure. Um, then I got in the championship. I got Duke versus North Carolina, and I got North Carolina beating them because they beat them uh, twice yeah. already this year, right? Yeah, Zion didn't play in either one of those games, though. Yep. Right? He was out in both. He was out both of those games. <laughs> So the only game he got to play them was in the tournament, and they, well, they they barely won. They to barely be honest, won. they only won by what? Like one? Zion was thirteen for thirteen to start out. Yeah, but I mean, like, I was surprised him, him being there didn't make that much of an impact. He had the, the mental win. edge, mental edge. Elga, yep. okay. right. I'm going with Duke. I think everyone's got Duke coming out of that region. Uh, I will uh, take Kentucky as well. <laughs> Um, and my uh, shout two, out to your fiance. Two bold picks. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's uh, a homer t- pick. Oh, ever heard? All right. <laughs> uh, two bold picks here. I got Kansas State coming out of uh, the South region because Bruce I, uh, Weber. Bruce Weber. Okay. And uh, I will go with Buffalo coming wow. out of the other region. Wow. 
Let's go, Buffalo. You want to just give me your bracket money right now? Yeah, yeah, let's go. (laughs) Buffalo might prove you wrong, my friend. All right. Uh, I got got Duke and Kentucky in the final game, and I got Duke winning it all. Duke and Kentucky. Two Dukes. Homer pick. Um, okay, so uh, I mean, I'm just gonna follow the uh, <laughs> the uh, stuff that's been set in front of me. I'm gonna have uh, Duke uh, coming out of the East. Uh, I'm gonna have UNC coming out of the Midwest, and then I'm gonna switch it up uh, out of the South. Yeah, and I'm going. I'm going all over. I'm gonna have Purdue wow. come out of that. All right, not a bad pick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna show some Big Ten love. It's and, not a bad uh, pick. This would have been original, but, you know, HVAC fucked me over. I'm having Buffalo come out of uh, yeah. the West. Uh, it's hometown. <laughs> hometown <laughs> pick. Talk about homers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, obviously, I mean, Buffalo's run will will end with uh, with Fat Boy Zion and Duke. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Purdue... I mean, screw it. You know, I'm gonna go Duke Purdue in the finals, and I'm just gonna have uh, Duke win it. I, I don't I don't see a team better than them, and uh, I just want my boy R.J. Barrett to just show how awesome he is in the finals. So, so I'm the only one who didn't pick Duke as the champion. Yeah, you got UNC. That you know what that means. I'm gonna win. Yes, yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah, but that Purdue final, that's that's where I'm gonna get all the money. Right. <laughs> that's, uh, they're gonna lose in the first round. Okay, let's take one more break. <laughs> Quick uh, hot topics uh, around the sports world. HVAC's hot topics. HVAC's hot, hot topics. topics. And then uh, we'll, topics. we'll jump <laughs> into the NCAA talk with uh, very, very soon. Uh, so getting into everything, going around the league, we got some NFL free agency. I'm just going to start ripping off names yep. of where they went. You guys can make comments as you feel necessary. Obviously, you got Odell Beckham Jr. went to the Cleveland Browns. Browns. Yep, on a trade, I, right? Browns. Can we talk about the Browns for a little they're bit? Winning oh, yeah, division. I know, yeah. I think they're are winning. They, they're, Baltimore got better, but the Browns are making Phil, moves. Uh, Pittsburgh got worse. Pittsburgh got worse. Do you and I'm pretty fourth in that. Someone else in that in how, that division. How did Baltimore get better? They added Mark Ingram. Which I don't know if that and they added Earl Thomas. Well, I guess Thomas. they got worse on defense. Right? They added Earl Tom, Earl Thomas. Well, they lost CJ Mosley though too. Yeah. So I don't know. And like they, that's a and thing. their quarterback is Lamar Case, no Case Lamar Jackson. Case, Lamar Jackson. The last team in that Lamar division Jackson. is Cincinnati. I don't think Cincinnati did anything either. Can we talk about Oh yeah, those? Cincinnati's mediocre. So Cleveland this Taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Can we talk know, about, like, this is probably their biggest season going into the season? Oh, I, absolutely, the yeah. They're since absolutely, the 80s. They're, yeah. they're absolutely hyped up. I mean, like, the most expensive ticket in the country right now is to game one of the Cleveland Browns. You want yeah. to be sitting. Yeah. And most number of Browns. bets have been in Vegas have been placed on the Cleveland Browns. Because they're all excited. I mean, they're yeah, odds. They're all excited. Odds. I mean, how can you blame them, though? Their, yeah, odds, shot, they, their odds got cut in half to, to win the Super Bowl. What, uh, what is it at? Do you know the? Yeah, they're like fifteen four, to. They're fifteen 14 to one, one, fourteen or fifteen to one now. The Bears were sixteen um, to one, I believe. So I had a buddy. I'll give a shout out to Shanley, who uh, went to school in uh, Ohio, and um, he knows a lot of uh, made a lot of good friends from the Cleveland area. They're a very diehard fan base, but man, they lose a lot. Yeah, and he said, and Shanley I'm, said, I don't care who they got, they won't, they won't be better than eight and eight. Ooh. Oh no! See, I have a no, friend, I have a friend from Cleveland. I asked over <laughs> under a, a number ten, like ten wins, and both and both had said eleven wins this year for the Browns. Well, of course they're going to say it. No, I think the, I think they're going to be good. I think they're they're definitely trending upwards. I mean, they should be. Not only have they had the, the like the fucking first pick of the draft for the past well, eight years, yes. yeah. but now they got Odell Beckham Jr. All right, to read off other people they got, they also have Kareem Hunt. Yep. Okay, they also got Nick Chubb. Who is, I mean, he's not a, a new ad, but they got Kareem Hunt from Cleveland who has an eight-game suspension who will join them in the eighth week. Right. They have Nick Chubb who's already there. They drafted uh, Landry. They already Landry. have Landry. So, and I mean, their wide receiver core is pretty solid. They're pretty stacked you on got, offense. They're pretty stacked on defense. Yeah, it's yeah I mean, you quarterback got is good, too. You got Baker Mayfield. Yeah. You got uh, David Njoku. Their tight end's real good. Yeah. They added I mean, people on the defensive line too, right? They're adding people well, in the defensive line. They drafted people. On they the drafted people. They got. I mean, they're stacked they're as stacked. they should be. Uh, they're they got. 
Who's their cornerback? He's awesome. Denzel Ward that they drafted. They got Denzel this. Ward is great. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they got a. L- so I, I think really it honestly comes down to Baker Mayfield. Does, yeah. If he can, well, if he can. And and one other thing, it, it's it's fucking Cleveland. It's still Cleveland. Yes. Hey, if, if, you Cleveland, know what? if if there's a mistake to be made, they'll make it. <laughs> hey, they've already won an NBA championship, so I mean, all maybe, it took maybe was LeBron. The the second best player of all time. I, and they're getting one of the best wide receivers in, right in the, in the I, league. Honestly, so. like, I, I think like quarterback that. obviously makes a lot of difference. And finally, yeah. they got, like, the Baker quarterback. Baker. A I mean, that's the thing. Is, is Baker right. going to be as good this year? They've as suffered through as I, many I shitty quarterbacks as the Bears have. I think he'll be better. Yeah. Is, um, is Baker over uh, Trubisky or no? You think he'd be Yeah, I'd take yeah, Baker over Trubisky. Yeah. He just looks a little bit more confident. A little more confident, a little smarter. Can we get a Bears Brown Super Bowl? Ooh, that would be ideal. Oh, actually, that'd be the most expensive Super Bowl probably for sure. Yeah. For sure, oh, I yeah. would, oh, that would be great. Yeah. Just beat the <laughs> shit out of the Browns in the Super Bowl, Super um, Bears, dude. Can Super you just Bowl. imagine just Khalil Mack just slamming fucking Baker's little ass? I, I was just promoting Baker two minutes ago. Now. <laughs> I'm, I'm already mad. I'm like, slam his bitch ass to the ground. Uh, you got obviously Antonio Brown went to the yeah. Raiders. Big trade. Uh, that's a huge trade. I don't, you know, I thought he was going to go to the other uh, end of the bay there. I thought he was going to the 49ers, he, but I, he wanted to, right? Yeah. But like, well, I mean, I mean, the, the team. I mean, it's out of it's, it was I mean, out. He's of going hands, to Vegas, right? Yeah, they're going to be in Vegas. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, do, do they even have a home this year? I don't think. Well, this do. year they're playing in Oakland. Next year okay. they'll be. I, I know believe twenty twenty there. Be in yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I will say I think they did. Uh, the Raiders, they ripped off Dallas. Getting a first round draft pick for Amari Cooper, I think Amari Cooper blows. Well, but they yeah, but they gave up what a third and fourth for Antonio Brown, right? I think they they didn't a give third up, and a fifth. Yeah, they didn't Which give up a first, and they got Antonio Brown. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, but like I'm I, saying that the Raiders. That's exactly my what, point. What I can't the Raiders believe, are actually slowly making good moves. Good moves. What I can't is believe that they got is, a first round draft pick for Amari Cooper, and, and they just got Antonio Brown, and didn't have to give up any first. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're, and, they're sitting uh, pretty. And they just signed Vontez Burfict, that criminal who got cut uh, from, from uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, the linebacker. He is but like. Of course, the Raiders would make a move. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, other moves around the league. Uh, you got Blake Bortles just got signed as the backup quarterback to the Rams. Uh, I don't know why that's Le'Veon, Le'Veon, right? You got that on there already? Le'Veon Bell went to and the, the Jets, 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 which everyone knew that was going to happen. That was well, so this is what happened. Like, I woke up whenever he signed with the Jets that morning, and then like he's like, I'm going going back to wearing the green. Right. Dude, I was scared as hell that like, he signed with the Packers. <laughs> oh, <shit>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be terrible. Because there was rumors bad. about him going yeah. to the Packers. Yeah. That would have been rough. Don't. Dude, the Green Bay is not a desired destination anymore. Really? Okay. I, I mean, yeah. it doesn't seem like anyone ever talks about going to Green Bay. Yeah. It's kind of like Cleveland. I am a little surprised. <laughs> I'm a little surprised <laughs> that they, they have not cool. tried to. Like I was watching. And something. I'm not shitting. I'm, I usually shit on Green Bay. I'm not shitting on Green Bay. I'm just saying once. They just don't get brought up a lot. I'm surprised that they haven't tried to like retool. They have a new coach going yeah. into his, his what first full season. You still have Aaron Rodgers, which is, you know, a top-tier quarterback. You think you'd want to, you know, set that coach up for success. And they, right now, they spent, have they added anyone? Guys, they spent $160 no. million dollars they, on free agents. The, the only person Wait, that, so far this year? Yeah. I mean, their linebackers and their defensive players, well, they spent money. Well, they, 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 they four, added our guy, four. who I'm oh, sad to yeah. see. Oh, they uh, added Adrian Amos. But right. we added their guy. Yeah, we added, uh-huh. we added uh, Clinton <laughs> Dick. So that's yeah. going to be very interesting because uh, that will be a direct who yeah. had the better – better add but, yeah. but they got some linebackers they beefed up their defense by three right. or four players so we'll see um so obviously the bears lost adrian amos to the packers but we gained haha clinton Dix. bears also lost bryce callahan which i was sad to see go uh he went to denver um other Back moves around the league a lot of these are kind of inconsequential the packers lost randall cobb to dallas mm. Um, obviously, Kareem Hunt went to Cleveland. You got Ryan Tannehill is now in Tennessee. Tennessee is a backup. Yeah. Backup to Mariota. Mariota. Let me tell you something about Mariota. He sucks. Yeah. I, I'm he, sick of he, he didn't live up to the hype. Every he, year, people tell me this is Mariota's year. It is not his year. The problem is they don't He's have injury prone too, though. He's injury prone. Yeah. But you know who else's year it's not? It's not Tannehill's year either. You got Golden Tate went to the New York Giants. Way Ooh. to go, New York. 
I don't. Yeah. New York lost land. They lost Landon Collins on the defensive end, and they lost Odell Beckham Jr. on the offensive end, and they gained Golden Tate. Why would Golden Tate go to New York Giants? I mean, was he a free agent or a trade? Yeah. Why would he go to New York Giants? Money. Who else is going to give a thirty-year-old receiver money? I was a little surprised. I was very surprised by that move, but. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan went Fitzpatrick to went to the Dolphins. Dolphins yeah. Oh, that's a big move, yeah. Uh, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater staying with the Saints after the Dolphins wanting to give him a lot of money to come over there. I mean, he's not it he's sucks. not a top tier, but it's like a, there's a quarterback that sucks. No, but I was like, but it was surprised. They wanted him right? to be the starter, and he the turned, Dolphins wanted Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, to and he starter. turned oh. down the money. I rather had Ryan Tannehill start than uh, Teddy Bridgewater, honestly. But he turned them down. He turned well, the I mean, money do down to stay with down the a starting job, right? Maybe the Saints promised him a starting gig yeah, once I mean, like Drew Brees left. Maybe. Yeah, yeah hey, but it's, it's, exactly. six year, it's six years, baby. Drew, Drew Brees could play for another four or five I know, years. but that's more of like a significant move of like, I was a, a little surprised. A uh, Patriots added Michael Bennett in the trade, yeah. which, I mean, you know, they're coming off back-to-back Super Bowls. A lot of movement, yeah. it seems like, yeah. this, mm-hmm. this year. There's been, a, there's been it's a whole been a lot of movement. Of movement. <laughs> I mean, I know the draft is coming up. Who do the Bears need, or what do they it, need? It, guys, th- this year's, you know, we don't have Here a first and second round pick. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Just fill in the, fill but what, in the team. What do we need depth-wise, We though? need a pass rusher, so that should be our third-round pick, and then whatever else is well, best available. So, w- hey, listen to this move. That is a legit thing that we're talking about making. We're going after um, the guy – Talking about a pass rusher, the dude from Kansas City, uh, Houston, Justin Houston. Is he a free agent? Yeah, and we're 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 going after. We're talking about going after Justin Houston. Obviously, not giving him an absorbent amount of money, but I know he's a little older. But that guy, uh, that that would he's be he's unbelievable. Good. That'd be a good move if they could bring him in, and then for the draft, then you just take to fill in your depth chart, right? Right. Yeah. That'd be huge. So wide receiver, running back. Wait, yeah, so didn't, where did Kevin White that. go? I know Kevin White went somewhere too. Kevin right? White, yeah. Arizona. <laughs> Kevin White went to the Arizona wow. Cardinals. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, the Arizona Cardinals, Costco. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him at Mariano's after one of the Rams <laughs> win, I think. Yeah. With the apron on. Yeah. <laughs> Any other uh, big NFL moves to talk about before we take a quick break? Not really anything I can think about. Okay. All right. All right, we're back. Just a couple uh, for HVACs, more. hot topics. Hot topics. You're hot topics. To pass the mic. Getting into the next hot topic. Many leather-bound books oh, and Mr. Trout. Oh yeah, four hundred thirty million dollars. So, largest. Contract. Big money. Oh, yeah. Big, Big money. <laughs> four hundred thirty million dollars. And uh, who, who good for was him, man. Today? Quasi was or Nucci. No, was Nucci. Like it, um, more valuable than five NHL franchises. Eight. 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 Eight and he's he, uh, Mike Trout is now worth more than eight NHL franchises. So, so this was how much? Four hundred some million dollars <laughs> for yeah. 12, twelve years. Four hundred thirty for twelve years. One yeah. less year for a hundred thousand more. One le- and one less year than uh, Bryce Harper. I saw a couple of good tweets uh, uh, after he signed. Like one was uh, the White Sox are going to sign Mike Trout's dad and brother. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was like Mike Trout is going to buy the White Sox eventually. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like with, the, with yeah, the, the, these contracts going up and yeah. up and up, it's. Uh, it's I mean, I mean, the, he's obviously worth it. He's the best player. So now, as a Sox wait, fan, wait. and I, I got to ask you this: Just, this is a serious question. Yeah. As a Sox fan, are you pissed you didn't get Machado, dude? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm pissed. Yeah, you spend the money. I need some hype, I mean, man. I need some hype. They, 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 like, they got dude, all the money in the world. The, 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 the a, fucking guy wanted to see 300 million on the f- headlines of the paper. Don't offer him 280 and be like, hey, eventually you're going to get more money than what they're paying you. No, he wanted to see 300 million 10 years. He wanted to see 300. He didn't want to see 280 <laughs> right. up to, could be up to 320. He what wanted about to see 280 with a $20,000 signing bonus or yeah. whatever, too. You know, that no, thing. he just wanted to see 300 in the paper. He like, wanted to see 300 yeah, in the paper. Yeah, he did. He did. Mike Trout wanted to see 430. So yeah. just, just to give you a, a random stat, uh, including inflation. So, you know, Trout got, you know, 430. Uh, USA government paid, you know, over 458 million for 
uh, Arkansas, Alaska, Colorado, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Oklahoma, and parts of what would become Louisiana, New Mexico, North Dakota, South Dakota, Texas, and Wyoming. So Mike Trout is worth 70% of the United States. He owns like half the United States, yeah. Are you talking about the Louisiana Purchase? Uh, well, I'm guessing that's what uh, this Mike this Trout was. is worth um, more than the Louisiana this Purchase. Is, this is per- pulled off of Darren Ravel. You know how he likes to throw okay. some of those those yeah. numbers around? I well, mean, that's also not cutting that's inflation. Just to, so, yeah. That's just to give you an idea of what one man is being paid versus what we that's used to amazing. pay. And that includes inflation. Includes, that's I wonder if what I make is anything impressive <laughs> to inflation even like back in like wagon wheel days so yeah. like I, I'm, mike nucci is worth <laughs> two, eight, two cents eight horses i think if you just go google and like say mike nucci and net yeah. worth thanks, something will come up thanks <laughs> it'll probably come up like <laughs> if, you, if you do that it's gonna yeah. be some guy that owns a grocery store in san diego so um I, I get it. As even as a as a Jays fan, I'm a little disappointed we didn't go after one of these guys. Listen, if we're signing them for 13 years, I mean, fuck it, they don't care about the rebuild. So you might as well go after one of these guys. I didn't want, you know, I mean, maybe Harper over Manchada just because I, I, for the Jays, I think outfield's more of a problem than infield. But I think any team should have signed one. If if you're gonna sign a guy for 13 years, they don't care about rebuild. So just sign them to be your corner piece, the face of your franchise, and I mean, I mean, and load it up. Like San Diego, when's San Diego going to be good? They don't care. He doesn't care. Like, there's only a few superstars that can command this kind of money. I mean, well, dude, I mean, he's 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 the greatest player of a generation. Like his numbers, Trout. Trout, I don't have a problem with. They're comparing Trout. They're comparing his numbers literally there to Mickey Mantle. Yeah, to like Mickey Mantle. Frank Robinson, uh, and Griffey Jr. He could retire. Griffey Jr. He could retire right now and make the Hall of Fame. Like yeah, that. yeah. I mean, that's how good he is. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with him getting that kind of money. And good for, good for the you know Angels for realizing it and be like, dude, we have a once in a generational player. Lock him up, lock before, his ass up before you yeah. get to this madness. You know, of that is, pay that, that is, is money. Harper. That is more Not shocking. Like those cheap ass Southside White Sox. <laughs> I agree. Enjoy, that is drawing a bunch of people no one's ever heard of. <laughs> I mean, up scraps. You know. I don't. When's the last time the Angels <laughs> made the World Series again? You like? <laughs> we'll see how it works out. <laughs> they won. Fifteen oh, days. They won. They won. Dusty Baker's Giants. Spring training. Yeah, spring training. That's right. Okay. Hot, not hot topic number three. Number three. Robert Kraft getting uh off being offered a plea deal. Hey, props to him, man. Shit. Uh, like, somehow mean, he still has to accept it. No, he still has to decide. So Robert Kraft has been offered that. Let's take a moment to to say. Just listen to this. He. He is offered a plea deal He's and has the, to take time to decide. Let's just, let's just, not, let's just gloss over the judicial he system will serve, right there. He will serve no uh, jail time if he admits that what he did was wrong and he would have been convicted. If that's not the rich white man pass, I don't know <laughs> what is. You know what? You don't have to go to jail, but just admit just that admit what you, you did, did was wrong. <laughs> yeah. And he's thinking about it. And I think he might decide no, <laughs> because he could probably fight it. Fuck you! I'm not going to say I'm wrong, even though I got caught red-handed in a fucking $59 rub and tug. Called, <laughs> what was it called? Uh, uh, Asia of Orch- Orchid of Asia. Yeah. Orchid of Asia. Damn, I always think it was House of the Rising Sun. <laughs> Sounds better. <laughs> but like, Under, uh, like unreal, un- unbelievable that he has to de- he has to decide. So ultimately. What do you think? He's, let's say odds. Odds, let's say. Ten, odds are, ten, say, ten say, to one. He, I say he doesn't take it. I think he's going to fight it. I think because he fights he's it. got enough money. Because he already came out well, and said he like, did. He already came out and said he did nothing wrong in the beginning, and now he's going to yeah, have to go but, back and look like a liar and say, "Yes, I did go to this rub and tug." Now, now, and I'm obviously, guilty. obviously, he's seen the evidence already. Let's just assume, even if he's not supposed to, I'm going to assume his lawyer's seen the evidence, right? So. Like, here's the thing. He's so rich, what does it matter? Even if he says he did it, which we all know he did because he's on you tape. This country yeah. is about saving face, and he's you got enough money face to save face. Cro- Crossy, you, cle- you clearly don't think like out. a rich white man. <laughs> <laughs> you clearly don't think a rich Not only am I not wrong when I'm clearly wrong, 
but you'll never make me say that I'm wrong. <laughs> and and, and, and shame on you. Problem. And shame on you for making me feel that I did something wrong. So he's just going to burn through $100 million in lawyer fees? Him, you just said he's he doesn't care. Boy. $100 million know, is like $10 know, for him, man. I don't know why or $100, he keep whatever it is. <laughs> keep the money. He's got enough money. Keep the money. He has enough money. He probably I mean, makes more money in interest every day than $100 million. Well, that's yeah. true. I mean, it's going to be his interest payments alone that are paying off his law firm. Yeah. But uh, I, I mean, it's I don't, I just, I don't care for either one. Either way, I don't care. But I figured he just, you know, he's gonna get out somehow. Yeah, we're gonna make it either. Probably, you just you gotta make right. it to a certain tax bracket, and you can literally do whatever you want. Yeah, and you can't get in trouble. You mean because he probably just had to turn himself in on a specific day that he picked. How many brackets like, are we away from You know that? what? Tuesday, I have a, I have a little outing, so let's, let's do it next Wednesday. I'll show up. <laughs> Anyways, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hot topic number four. Um, hot topic number four. Uh, the major league season is about to start. All right. That is all. <laughs> I mean, uh, it starts like next Thursday, I'm, right? I'm no tomorrow in Japan. Oh uh, yeah. Seattle against Oakland, maybe. Yeah, Seattle against Oakland. Yeah. See, I'm not gonna pay attention until the tournament's done. Yeah, but I, that's a good point. What? I don't. I don't know if I'm. I mean, obviously for this year. For the Jays, all I care about is eventually uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. making it to the majors, and hopefully living up to the the hype. But uh, I'm I'm still excited about baseball season. I'm excited about going to the park. Uh, day is always fun too, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I wanna I wanna Unless you know. It's Thirty degrees and snowing. Yeah, that is true. But like, Cubbies are going to playoffs. <laughs> digits, digits. We going to White Sox opening day? No, we're not. God. Not if it's like Damn. thirty degrees. I'd okay, say. well let's look at the weather. Would if you have, Would you have gone if Machado was there? Yeah, I probably would have more of a chance. Ah, he would have gotten a Machado <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> you see that? They won't even go to opening day if it's too cold. <laughs> the uh, on, a, on a good note, the Blue Jays play uh, the White Sox early this season. They do, yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm going to get tickets because God knows they're going to be super cheap. I don't know right if now. you want them to play here early, though, like Dude, in April. Degrees, yeah, I know. Nobody's going to be there. Do they play You'll the be the only one in the ballpark. No, I wish. No. That's in a once in a lifetime. Listen, in in ten like more years, ten more years, yeah. <laughs> Sadly, I've seen, played, they I've just seen it twice. Season, right? That was the most absurd uh, game I've two, ever been to. There were seasons. so many people from. Canada. Listen, I, I think <laughs> yeah, I'm just turning into old fart. But like, unless it's like seventy degrees yes. or warmer outside, I'm not gonna fall in April or May. Jesus Christ! That should April just give you the raisins. It is right tough, man. Like, <laughs> like, especially like if they don't give you anything to look forward to, you know, like. Where's Machado? I, mean, I would you know go what? if there's Machado there. Listen, I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm, ex- tired of this I'm cold excited. Weather, man. I don't, I'm excited. I, don't get me wrong. I'll watch it at home on TV, but I'm not going to ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why even bother? Just get get the old uh, CB radio out. You know, turn I actually it into, like to uh, listen to baseball games on radio. So yeah, I'm not lying. It's the best sport to listen to on the radio. <laughs> it is. I put you to sleep, but like, it's good, though. <laughs> okay. Right. Last, uh, that was the last hot topic? Yep. Okay, let's. PTM listeners, have you ever been at a bar arguing over sports with your buddy? Well, you know what? Now's your chance. Bring your case to PTM Sports Court, and we will put the loser on a podcast blast. Hashtag your argument at PTM Sports Court. All right, bring it back to onions and raisins to wrap up the show. We're starting out with HVAC tonight. All right, I'm going to go with raisins first for the NCAA committee. Um, not putting Michigan State as a number one seed, even though they won the Big Ten outright and the Big Ten tournament. It's just disrespect to the Big Ten. That's honestly Dis- what dis- it, is. it is. It's straight disrespect straight to the Big Ten. disrespect to the Big Ten, so screw you, NCAA committee. My onions go to our guest today, Trevor Huffman, for coming on the show. Great insight. Always fun to hear about this kind of stuff. All right. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, my onions go to the DePaul women's basketball team, 17 years in a row going to the NCAA tournament. Wow. Like, I mean, there's no team like like them in the state. It's kind of oh, pathetic for the yeah. men's program. In the, in the state. For I a mean, state like, where basketball should be legit, yeah. Illinois should have. Yeah. Uh, we have what you have, like, the occasional bright spars. So, but, I mean, props to them. Uh, and nice. if they end up winning the first two games, like, I think they're a Sweet 16 matchup and up in Chicago in the Winter Arena. Oh, um, nice. Yep. Um, as for raisins, uh, I, w- I wasn't here last week. I don't know if you discussed baseball or whatever, but 
my reasons goes to like a uh, White Sox front office. Like I don't know if I already gave it to you in the last episode, but I'll continue to give it to them for the rest of the year. But uh, I mean, like we talked about it earlier for blowing it, and making no. Yeah, uh, we talked about it earlier. Like I mean, you. Also, I wanted give to see was three hundred million. You on could the, give on the that public. to a lot of teams. Yeah. Look at looking at those length of those contracts. No. Yeah, but like no, White Sox were legitimately well, in it. They were in it the they whole way. It, yeah, yeah. And the then White just, Sox. And then just they fucked it up. up and got they fucked it up. Yeah. No one else was interested in it. Like White Sox were actually interested. That's true. They were. So especially like Kenny Williams, man. Like I'm tired of your ass, dude. Just get out of here. Go back to Toronto. All right, who's going Did next? Did you see yeah, there was, like, Kenny Williams or or one of them said, and just to be quick, like, someone was like, oh, no, Rick Hahn said, like, uh, money's not an object. And then after after Mitch, I was like, Kenny Williams was like, well, we couldn't reach that number. <laughs> it was like, your manager and assistant just gentleman. Just pitiful negotiating all around. Yeah, yeah. Shriveling raises to Kenny. Okay. It's sad because he went from blooming onions in the first episode to Kenny Williams is the one who invented the onions and raisins. That is show, true. And now he's ending it with the ra- he started with the onions and ended with the raisins. Yeah, yeah you know what? If you uh, you either die the hero or live long enough to become the villain. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh God! All right, who's next? Die, no, I'm going to use that. Die the hero, live long enough to become the villain. All right, I guess I'll go next. Uh, my onions. There's so many things to go around. Uh, quick shout out to Sansa Stark, uh, who was at the uh, <laughs> Rangers, Rangers hockey, hockey game, game, got put on the big screen and slammed her entire glass of wine. I appreciated that. Uh, but no, my Onions Award actually goes to the Michigan State Spartans uh, for overcoming an 11 or 12 pound, uh, point deficit to beat yep. uh, Michigan University and win the Big Ten ta- championship, which... Now maybe they wish they lost because now they have to be in the bracket with Duke instead of the weak-ass bracket that Michigan's in. But uh, Michigan State, it was a great game, and they overfought a huge deficit to come back and prove they were the better team. Uh, So you get the Onions Award. Raisins Award, this is totally random, but it's something that got pointed out to me today. So say what you will about the Bulls, but they, uh, the Chicago Bulls, but they have clearly had their own team slogan for the entire year, which has been run with us. Okay, run with us, Bulls, you know, cheer with us, run with us, play with us, you know, all that stuff. And John Deere stole the Bulls slogan. What? I no. saw there's a series of John Deere commercials that are run with us, John Deere. Unreal John Deere. Get out of here. Biting the Bulls media slogan. I will never buy a John Deere. <laughs> a, yeah, yeah. It may have happened. It may have been. Happened I forgot anyways. that. I forgot that half acre you got. Uh, yeah. Either way, John Deere. You mean that case of half ripping acre. off the Bulls media? You get the raisins. Oh shoot! Okay, uh, I'm gonna start with raisins. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with raisins. Uh, I'm giving it to uh, Bradley University, Bradley Basketball, who uh, kicked out their. Um, beat writer because they didn't think he was saying enough positive stuff uh you know what that's 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 bullshit like listen if you're not a beat writer right like if you're not for 29 years at bradley right if you're not winning you're not winning like i can't they they were winning this year but like i think he was being objective like right like he's being a normal reporter i think yeah you gotta you you want someone who who's real with your team right like i don't want to just hear positives because i know my team has problems or imperfections and i want to know what they are and how they can get better like that's the thing. You co- it, the good comes with the bad. That's bottom line. Um, uh, onions. You know what? We always talk about uh, goats in the NBA. Um, you know, and 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 you know, Someone LeBron, from LeBron, Kawhi, and and uh, Michael Jordan, and you know, all that argument and Kobe and blah blah blah. But uh, and and without a doubt, I would assume everyone agrees with me. Popovich. Is a goat, man. He's oh, gone yeah, 22 team. seasons without a losing record. Oh yeah. I mean, my God, like, and that's you know, obviously he's had you know great Hall of Fame players and you know Robinson and and uh, Tim Duncan and you know Jolie and Parker and other stuff. Like he's had great players, but that is an accomplishment to go that long with a winning record. And I got to give that guy props. Like, we talk about the player, you got to talk about a coach, man. 
that's, he's, that's, the yeah. he's the best. He's sure. the best of I all mean, time. They yeah. were talking about uh, fewest days with a losing record since nineteen ninety uh, since the ninety seven ninety eight season. Uh, the Spurs have had sixty five. The next closest team is the Houston Rockets, Thousands and they've something. had a thousand and seven. Damn. So that just gives you perspective. I mean, that's is, a joke. Is is he the best coach ever? Of all sports. <sighs> no. I wouldn't say I'd say of the NBA, but you yeah, I, I mean turn. even the NBA, I I I mean Phil Jackson's got a lot of championships. Our back. Just, I mean, like, he's yeah. your onions and you're not even giving him the goat for the it's NBA. Fine. It's fine. I think that's fine. I mean, I think I think you, you have to put there are coaches that you have to put in that discussion. Yeah. Yes. Right now, I think he is possibly one of the greatest, but I think you, you'd be Who else would it be? Bill Belichick for all yeah. time. Yeah, I think you That'd gotta be, throw in Bill Belichick. Be Belichick, greatest coach of all time. Red, Red uh, yeah, uh, says Joe Madden, so don't forget that. <laughs> you know, I think He's I think you gotta <laughs> throw in a couple. I think all time no. George but, Ellis. Yeah, George yeah. Ellis. I mean, yeah, I, like Ellis, we're yeah. Yeah. Lombardi, Tom, Tom Landry, yeah. Lombardi, 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 yeah. Lombardi. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Bear, know. Honestly, Brian, like like num- dude, like number wise though, I think uh, Popovich might. I mean, oh, modern day, like, modern day, he's probably like the best. Yeah, well, yeah. I think we're living. Him or Belichick too. I think it. Yeah, it comes down to those two. Like they just know how to win. It doesn't matter who's on the floor; they can produce a winning record, a winning team. And so. of course, honorary. None of us want to be too obvious, but honorary uh, blooming onion to Mike Trout for getting yeah. four hundred and thirty <laughs> million dollars. <laughs> it's <laughs> Trout season. Yeah. Hey man, there's nothing wrong. Get your money. Okay. Uh, thanks again for listening to episode 64, our March Madness episode of Pass the Mic. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at PTM Chicago. We got to be honest, on Facebook, we don't really respond. So try Instagram or Twitter. And if you uh, message us, don't forget to hashtag Fuck Joe Buck. <laughs>